The hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands, is being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden 
in the strength of God most high. He's the hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands is being killed you will remain unscathed and unharmed you will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done when we live our lives within the shadow of god most high our secret hiding place we will always be shielded from harm how then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us god sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go defending you from all harm if you walk into a trap they'll be there for you and keep you Welcome, welcome to Victory Christian Fellowship tonight for Wednesday night refreshing. Remember that times of refreshing come from directly from His presence to us. Father God, we're so grateful and thankful that we have this place to come and to worship You in spirit and in truth. Oh Lord, we glorify Your name. And we are expecting and hungry and thirsty for righteousness. And Lord, we thank you that we are refreshed and filled. And we give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. Amen. Let's stand together. We're all going to learn this song together. This is the first time we're singing it. I just heard it last night. But I like what it has to say. And it's what we want to happen. Amen. So we're just going to sing the words, but we're going to know what we want to happen. Everybody's with me? I'm coming with a heart of worship. I'm bringing in a brand new song. I'm ready to see the unthinkable. I'm ready for a miracle. Hearts waiting for a fresh encounter. Souls looking to the living God. I'm ready for a real Holy Spirit, flow like a flood, like a fire. Holy Spirit, fall in this place, fill our hearts. Holy Spirit, flow like a flood, like a fire. Holy Spirit, Oh, 
Oh, we can hear it. 
We thank you for being in our midst, Holy Spirit. You're right here with us. Oh, we worship you in this place tonight, Lord. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Oh, we long for your presence. Oh, we worship you in this There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I taste it and see of the sweetest of love. When my heart becomes free, and I'm ashamed with love. Oh, yeah, your presence, Lord.
each and every day. And Lord, we thank you that you are here working, moving, speaking. And Lord, we thank you that we hear your voice and we listen to you. I long for my people to worship me in spirit and in truth, like my servant David did when he brought the ark back to Jerusalem. And he danced before me with all of his might. He was unashamed to worship, unashamed to express his love, unashamed. Be bold. Be strong. Give God glory in your praise and your song. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Well, you may have your seats. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. Hallelujah. Well, ladies, this Friday, it's Woven Day. Women of Victory who enjoy new life. Right here at 6 p.m. It's going to be a great time. So plan to come. Bring someone with you. And uh, next Friday, we're going to have our men's conference. So if, uh, if you haven't signed up yet, let me know that you're coming, and then you can pay at the door. That's fine, but as long as I know that you're coming, that's, that's good. And uh, we're going to have a good time. Our guest speaker uh, next week is John George. Uh, he's coming here from Texas, and uh, so we're going to get some Texas evangelistic fire. Hallelujah. We're excited about it. A lot of good things going on. We're reaching into our middle school. And uh, we're reaching into two elementary schools in Palmyra. 
And uh, we're bringing kids from those schools here during school for an hour every week. And uh, God is so awesome. Amen. We serve a great God. And uh, I want you to pray that God will open up doors for all the other schools in Palmyra. Amen. And that means we need laborers. Hallelujah. To help in the harvest. Lord said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers. And uh, how many laborers do we have in the house? Amen. Glory to God. We have a lot of cross-trained laborers. Hallelujah. They, multi, they do multi-functions. Uh, and we're so glad for that. Because God's work can't be done by one individual. We need each other. Amen. God designed his church as a body for a reason. And uh, we're so glad that you're here this evening. And uh, as you know, anytime that you're here, you can invest in the kingdom of God. It's good to invest regularly for a consistent harvest. Amen. And uh, you just give what the Holy Spirit instructs you to do. Amen. Even the amount doesn't matter. You just do what he says because he knows uh, why he's telling you that. And uh, hallelujah. And if you're watching online, we're so glad that you tuned in. Uh, to our channels on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, if you if you haven't already, we do have a church app. And if you look up Victory Christian Fellowship Palmyra on the Apple Store or Google Play, you can find it and you can download it and you can have the app with you all the time. And uh, I was I was actually listening it to listen to it today. So praise the Lord. And we also have a podcast as well. And uh you know, uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere. Amen. Uh, we're, we're, we're touching the world. Amen. And then uh, we're sending uh, three people from the church to Guyana, Dr. Fiona and Lisa and Melissa. Uh, they're going to be going uh, in the beginning of November, and uh, we're excited about that. Hallelujah. Going to go do bless the bless the children home. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Father, I just speak a blessing over the givers and their gifts tonight. I thank you, Lord, that your miracle, wonder-working power multiplies their seed sown, and you cause your grace to abound to them, that they have all, sufficient, all sufficiency in all things, that they can abound to every good work. And Lord, I thank you that they're continually increasing, growing, and you protect, provide, and prosper them in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we got some awesome kids in this place and some awesome anointed teachers in this place. And they're going to come together. They're going to have a Holy Ghost time in their class. Father, let the fire of God touch the kids in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So, man, just remember, if you're coming, let me know. And uh, you can pay at the door. Hallelujah. The cost for the conference is $35. Amen. Were you ready for the word tonight? Are you ready to respond to the word? Hallelujah. We're just not here to feed ourselves, but we're here for practical information that we can use in our lives. Hallelujah. And if you have your Bibles, I would like for you to turn with me to the book of James chapter 5, James chapter 5, and we're going to be discussing tonight the prayer of faith, 
There is, according to the Bible, a prayer of faith. There's different types of prayer. You know, the Bible is full of different, they've got corporate prayer, praying in tongues, uh, intercession, supplication. Uh, There's different types of prayer, different kinds of prayer. And uh, this is just one kind of prayer, um, the prayer of faith. And if you want to go to verse 13, James chapter 5 and verse 13, and uh, we're going to begin tonight. I want to leave a little bit of time so that we can apply this tonight. And uh, we're going to pray for our nation and for our country. And uh, just know uh, voting is coming up on November 8th. It's like 22 days or something like that or 20 days. Uh, be sure you go out and vote if you haven't done so earlier. You know, it's important. Our vote matters. And uh, we have the power to uh, change the course of this nation through our prayers and through our votes. So I just want to encourage you to do that. All right, James chapter 5 and verse 13. He asked this question. He said, is any among you afflicted? Or you could say, is any among you suffering? What should I do if I'm afflicted? What should I do if I'm suffering? He tells us, he said, he, let him pray. You know, you've got a choice when you're afflicted. You can either complain or you can pray. Amen? Complaining is not going to help the situation. It's not going to make anybody around you uh, more conducive to help you. But you can pray. And God can change your situation. He said, is anyone among you afflicted? Let him pray. The one who is afflicted needs to pray. Right? Why? Because if you, if you don't pray when you're afflicted, you could become depressed. You could become worse. Right? But when you pray, you invite God to come into your situation and change it. Hallelujah. He said, is anyone merry or joyful? Let him sing songs. Hallelujah. So if you're joyful, sing. I like the Bible. It says make a joyful noise. So if you don't sing on pitch, that's okay. Make a noise for Jesus. Right? So if, in other words, what's he telling us to do? We ought to have a response. We're not just here to... Take the things that happen to us. We are here to actively promote God's will and actively resist the devil's work. We are here to actively promote God's will and actively resist the devil's work. If you're in a situation where the devil is trying to work, then we need to mount resistance against him. We're supposed to resist him in faith. Right? Okay, so if you're, if you're afflicted, pray. If you're joyful, sing songs. Hallelujah. And uh, verse 14, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. See, if you're sick, you're probably not going to feel like praying or singing. So you call, you call in reinforcements. Right? He said, if you're sick, call for the elders of the church or the leaders of the church. And let them pray over you, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So he's supposed to pray over you, anointing you with oil, 
in the name of the Lord. Now notice this. And the prayer of faith. Say the prayer of faith. What's it going to do? It shall save the sick or heal the sick. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So then he said, verse 16, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another. You don't confess your faults to talk about them. You confess your faults where you've missed it to pray about it. Amen. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Hallelujah. God wants you healed. God wants you unafflicted. God wants you joyful. Amen. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Avails must not just any man, not just any person, but a righteous person, one who is applying the word to their life, one who's walking in righteousness. Okay, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous. I want to read this from the Amplified. Hallelujah. The Amplified says uh, the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man. Heartfelt, persistent of a righteous man may, uh, can accomplish much. Another version of that says makes power readily available. How many want power available? You've got power readily available for your situation. Okay? He said the, the prayer of faith can accomplish much when you put into action And made effective by God, it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. How many want some dynamic, tremendous power? Did you know that that's in your mouth? And in your heart? All right. How many people are righteous here? Right? So if you're righteous, you can pray the prayer of faith. All right. We're going to find out what that is. Okay. And then he says... Uh, Verse 17, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. Say, Elijah was just like me. So, but yet he operated in some great power. So can you. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) And it did not rain on the earth. By the space of three and a half years. Could you say that that's a powerful prayer? That one man could shut up the heavens and he's not just, he's a man just like you and I. He's got flesh. He's got a soul. He had some problems, right? He had some insecurities. uh, But he did some great things for God. How many know that you can overcome your insecurities? You can overcome your problems. Right? And verse 18, and he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit. So the power of prayer, it's incredible. 
The prayer of faith restores the sick, it raises you up, and it brings forgiveness if you've missed the mark. Hallelujah. All right? Let me read this from the message. This is interesting. Are you hurting? Pray. Do you feel great? Sing. Are you sick? Call the church leaders together and pray and anoint you with oil in the name of the master. Believing prayer will heal you. Say believing prayer. You know, when you pray, you got to believe. If you're not going to believe in what you're praying, don't pray. Okay? And Jesus will put on your feet, will put you on your feet. Hallelujah. He'll raise you up. If you've sinned, you'll be forgiven, healed inside and out. This is the message. Say, I'm healed inside and out. Glory to God. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. He's talking about prayer and healing. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. Oh, hallelujah. Say, I'm a force to be reckoned with. Glory to God. Elijah, for instance, human just like us, prayed hard that it wouldn't rain, and it didn't, not a drop for three and a half years. Then he prayed that it would rain, and it did. The showers came, and everything started growing again. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to go with me to Deuteronomy chapter 11. And I want to point out something to you. Did you know that Elijah had evidence or proof to shut up the rain from the earth? You know, Elijah just didn't, he just didn't have this thought that came to his head that said, I'm just going to make it not rain. No. He had he heard he heard the voice of God and he was instructed by God, right? And uh in Deuteronomy chapter 11 and look at verse 13. Deuteronomy 11:13 and it said, "And it shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently unto my commandments." That means listen real good. Which I command you this day. How many know tomorrow is another day? You got to listen to the Lord, what He's saying to you to, to, for today. Amen? You know, God never wants you to live on yesterday's manna. He wants you to get it fresh every day. You need a fresh word from God today. You need a fresh word from God to tomorrow, right? To, to, to direct your steps, to show you the way, to prevent you from uh, getting trapped by the schemes of the enemy. All right, so today, he said, uh, which I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in its due season. Notice, obedience is directly tied to rain, okay? That you may gather in your corn, your wine, and your oil, and I will send grass in the fields for your cattle, that you may eat and be full. Say, eat and be full. God just doesn't want you to have enough to eat. He wants you to eat and be full. He wants you to live a satisfied, full, wonderful life. Okay? Take heed to yourselves, verse 16, 
that your heart be not deceived and serve other gods and worship them and the Lord's wrath be kindled against you and he shut up the heaven that there be no rain that the land yield not her fruit unless you perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord gives you. Why did God use Elijah as an example in talking about the prayer of faith? Because Elijah had scriptural evidence. Who was wicked in Elijah's day? It was Ahab who was the king. He was the king of Israel. The Bible describes Ahab. He was the most wicked king up to that point. His wife Jezebel housed 400 prophets of Baal, false prophets. She fed them at the palace. She took care of them. She promoted them. They promoted false worship, right? So they were not doing God's word. They were not obeying God's command. And Elijah had scriptural evidence to shut the rain from heaven through prayer. In other words, you can't pray the prayer of faith without having God's word on the matter. If you're going to pray the prayer of faith, you're going to have to have what God said about what you're praying about. Because to pray the prayer of faith, you need scripture. Faith comes by what? And hearing what? So if, you're not, if you don't have the word, can you have faith for it? No, because faith comes by hearing. There's only one thing in the universe that will manufacture faith. That's the word of God. And there's only one way that faith comes to you, and that's you hearing the word. Amen? And then once you hear the word, you've got to release it. Faith is released by what you say and what you do. Amen? Okay? So the prayer of faith speaks the language of heaven. The prayer of faith is believing what God said. The prayer of faith receives what God said as truth. Amen? The prayer of faith is trusting wholly in the word as the direction of what should happen. When you're trusting the word, you can disregard your feelings. When you're trusting the word, you can put away people's opinions. Even if they're an expert or a professional. Because there's no person or organization or group that has a higher authority than the Word of God. The Word of God is the highest authority in the earth. And only believers can access it. Only believers. The prayer of faith is being fully convinced fully persuaded that what God said shall happen. It cannot go another way. It cannot go another way other than what God said. If God told Abram, you're going to be a father, it doesn't matter how old you get. It doesn't matter what stage your body is in. It doesn't matter if your body's dead. 
because I said it, it's going to happen. It can't go any other way. That's the way it's going to be. And if you just believe it, you'll receive it. You'll have it. It'll be yours. Amen? That's the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith is when your words are aligned with God's words and you speak the same thing. Was Elijah speaking Deuteronomy? And Deuteronomy is the language of heaven. Why? Because it's written in the book. Do you realize that the words on these pages came from God's breath? The word of God is inspired. Every word of God is God breathed, God inspired. He put his breath on it. He put his signature in it. It's got his DNA in it. It's got his authority in it. It's got his power in it. His creative ability is there. His resurrection power is there. His salvation is there. Everything that God is and does is here. It's, it's in the ingredients. Woo! The prayer of faith expects. You can't be an Eeyore and pray the prayer of faith. How many know who Eeyore is, right? He's the donkey in Winnie Pooh. Oh, hello. Eeyore. He's got this negative attitude. He's got a poor self-image. You can't pray the prayer of faith because praying the prayer of faith means you are God's child. You've been bought with a price. You have the authority of heaven. Jesus is backing you up. Hallelujah. So the prayer of faith expects. Say, I'm expecting. What are you expecting? You're expecting what he said to happen. You're expecting for you to have what he said. You're expecting to do what he said. Amen? You're expecting your enemy to do what it said. Did you know your enemy is bound by the Bible? He can't override the word. When you give the word to the enemy, he's got to obey it. He can't, he can't argue with it. He can't go against it. Why? The word is a higher authority. Jesus said it is written, and that was enough evidence to stop the enemy in his tracks. That's all he had to say. Jesus didn't put his hands in the air and, and, and wave. He just said, it is written. He quoted the word, what was written. And the enemy couldn't argue it. The enemy couldn't override it. The enemy couldn't go against it. He had to move on. And Jesus just kept quoting the word, and finally the enemy left. Why? Can't do anything about it. The prayer of faith is joyful. Joyful, not joyless. Because when you're expecting, joy exudes from you. Hallelujah. You're joyful. Faith demonstrates all the positive fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. When you're praying the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith is confident. I believe it because he said it. Show it to me. Here it is, right here. It's written. That's the only evidence I need. Who said you're healed? God did. Oh, okay. The prayer of faith is confident. 
And the prayer of faith is resting. You don't have to toil. You're, you're just, you're resting on the power of God. I lean not to my own understanding. I don't have to understand how it works. I just have to rest in him. Amen? So, the prayer of faith is expecting, it's joyful, it's confident, it's resting. All right? Let me give you some prayers of the prayer of faith. Go to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Praying the prayer of faith is praying the word. Hallelujah. Look at verse 24. Who's talking here? Jesus is talking here. Does he know what he's talking about? He's an expert in faith. Everything Jesus did was in faith. He walked by faith. He lived by faith. He spoke in faith. He trusted in faith. Amen? Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire. How many has some desires? Right? Okay. How many want to make those desires a reality? He tells us how to do this right here. The prayer of faith. When you what? When you what? Okay, he's telling here's how you have to approach prayer. When you pray, what's the first thing you need to do? Believe. Okay? What do you need to believe? You need to believe that you receive. Then you shall have. The believing you receive comes before the having. So when you pray, oh, you've got to see it as yours already. You've got to see it in your hands. You've got to see it in your possession. You've got to know that it exists. You've got to know that it's yours. And you you pray, you believe that you receive, and you shall have. That's the prayer of faith. Then verse 25, your attitude affects your faith. When you stand what? Praying. Forgive. If you have ought against a select few people. No? If you have ought against who? Any. Any. If you have any ill feeling, ill will towards anyone. Yeah, but you don't know what they did. Doesn't matter. Anyone. What do you have to do while you're praying and you realize you have all, you have to forgive them your trespasses? Hallelujah. Notice, if you have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive your trespasses. When you stand praying, forgive. So while you're praying and if something comes to your mind, okay, ooh, I better take care of that. Lord, I forgive them right now. Just like that. Because if you don't forgive, unforgiveness hinders the prayer of faith. You can't have unforgiveness and pray the prayer of faith. Hallelujah. Okay, go to Matthew 21. 
Matthew 21. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. Matthew 21 and verse 22. He tells us in 21 to have faith. And then verse 22, and all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. In other words, you start off, how do you, what are you believing? You're believing in what God said. You're believing it's yours. You're believing that what he said is so. It's the absolute truth. Amen? You're believing that. While you're praying, believe. Whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a receiver. All right? Go to John 14. John 14. Glory to God. John 14. And uh, verse uh, 13. John 14, 13. He says here, well, let's go to verse 12. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me. Who's me? That's Jesus. That's the word, right? Jesus is the word. He's the word made flesh. The works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works than those shall he do, because I go to my Father. So we're supposed to believe on him. Amen? Verse 13, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name. Is his name associated with ungodliness or unrighteousness or unholiness? His name and his word are synonymous. They are equal. They have equal power, equal deity. Okay? When you're asking in his name, you're asking according to the word because they're associate, his name is associated with the word. He won't put his name on anything that his word's not on. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, notice what he said, that will I do. Everybody say, that will he do. So you got to be specific in what you ask. Amen? you got to be specific about what you want. I want a new bike. Right? And then I wait five months, it hasn't here. Why? I heard a testimony today. Someone was actually praying for a bike. And four months passed, and they said, God, I believed your word. You said that you're my provider. How come I don't have a bike? And God said, you weren't specific. What kind of bike do you want? He said, I want a red Schwinn. Guess what? A red Schwinn showed up. Be be specific. Everybody say ASK. You know, Matthew 7, 7, ask, seek, knock. Right? Okay. Look at verse 14. That the fa- well, he, verse 13 ends, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So you're asking in his name, associated with his word, that the Father may be glorified. If you ask anything in my name, what did he promise? Four words. I will do it. If you ask anything according to the word, he will do it. Hallelujah. 
Go to Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. Now you gotta in, you gotta kick your listening gear up high. You gotta listen and learn quick. Jeremiah 1.12. Jeremiah 1.12. The Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. What's he ready to perform? Does he perform your opinion? Does he perform your feeling? Does he perform the opinion of an expert? He performs his word. He is waiting and watching to perform his word. How's he going to perform his word? Because you're going to speak his word. Because that's what you're believing. That's the prayer of faith. He He's waiting to perform his word. Okay? Go to Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Hallelujah. Ooh, I'm so excited. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return unto me void. It won't be empty. It will accomplish what I set it out to do. What's God going to accomplish? He's going to accomplish his word. Hallelujah. His word comes out of his mouth. His word came out of his mouth and someone put it on a page so that it could benefit us. God gave us a collection, a plethora of his words. If you want to know what God thinks about anything, it's in the Bible. We don't have to wonder how God feels, what God thinks, what makes him happy, what makes him sad, what he likes, what he doesn't like. It's in the word. Oh, my goodness. Matthew 24. Matthew 24, verse 35. Matthew 24, verse 35. See, we're praying the prayer of faith. James told us to pray a prayer of faith. The prayer of faith is praying in accordance and in association and in agreement and in harmony with the word. Okay? Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Oh, my goodness. Wouldn't you want to trust something that never passes away, that's never going to change, never needs to be updated? Listen, Apple has to update their phone all the time, but God made his word so good, it requires no updates. All it needs is a download. Once you get, once you get the software in your hard drive, your hard drive, then you're good to go. You won't need another update. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm. Isaiah 40 verse 8. Isaiah 40 verse 8. The grass withers. The flowers fail, but the word of the God, word of the Lord stands forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to John 15, verse 7. John 15, verse 7. He says, if you remain in me, me is also the word. And my words, plural, remain in you. So there has to be this, this is the prerequisite. You remain in him and his words remain in you. When that's happening, 
When you're closely connected with Jesus and his word, you're a student of his word. You, you eat his word. Remember the prophet said, I saw his word and I did eat it and it was good. You can ask whatever you will and it shall be done. Say it shall be done. That's the language of faith. It shall be done. I will do it. It shall be done. Saying the same thing. Amen. All right. Go to first John chapter five. First John chapter five. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 13. First John verse. First John chapter five, verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. Aren't you glad that God wrote these down for believers? Why? That you, may, that you may know that you have eternal life. How many know that they have eternal life? This is the proof right here. It was written for your benefit. It was written so that you would know. Okay? And that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Your key to believing is right here at your fingertips. Okay, verse 14, this is the confidence, how many are confident, that we have in him. You're not confident in your experience, you're not confident in your skill, you're not confident in your ability, you're confident in him, in him. Did David say to Goliath, I can whoop you because I'm such a good fighter? No, he didn't say that. He said, I come at you with the name of the Lord. He put his trust in him. Yes, he had a sling. Yes, he had some skill. Yes, he had some knockouts. He knocked out a bear and he knocked out a lion. Jesus didn't knock him out. He killed him. Okay? How many of you ever ran after a lion with a, lion, with a lamb in its mouth? Or a bear, right? David did. He killed him with his bare hands. But his confidence wasn't in the sling. His confidence was in God. When your confidence is in God, when your confidence is in God, it'll take your skill to another level. All right. Okay. This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, everybody say according to his will. What's his will? How are you going to find his will? His will is right here. This is God's will and testament. Right? If you ask anything according to his will, it's got to be in the will for God to guarantee it. If it's not in the will, God won't guarantee it. Anything that's in the will, God guarantees. Anything that's not in the will, God doesn't guarantee. Okay? If you ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Why? Because he's waiting to perform his word. When you speak his word, he's attentive to his word. Why? Because that's his personal guarantee. His word is his bond with God. Okay? And if we know that he hears us, how do we know that he hears us? Because we're asking according to his will. Okay? Whatsoever we ask, we know. That we have the petitions that we desired of him. Everybody say, I know that I have. Glory to God. That's believing that you're receiving, isn't it? I know that I have. I'm confident. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
This is the prayer of faith. Okay? Hallelujah. All right, go to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. And look at verse 25. No, it's uh, 35. I'm sorry, Hebrews 10, 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. How do you cast away your confidence? You stop listening and looking at the word. You stop following what God said. That's you casting away your confidence. Okay? Cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Notice receiving the promise is associated with us doing the will. What's his will? His word. Amen? Doing what God said. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, we're going to pray. Amen? We're not just going to pray any prayer. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. We're going to pray over this nation. Because you know why? In this nation, there's a lot of deception happening. There's a a lot of unrighteousness, unrighteousness going on. There's a lot of ungodliness that's being promoted. There's a lot of murder of the innocent. Right? There's a lot of corruption. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm just going to say this. (laughs) If you owe money here and you spend more money than you have over here on a project, you are in no way reducing the debt that you have. Right? Uh, at Rama, my, my first year at Rama, I remember in orientation, a, a person came up with a phrase. It said, uh, if your output exceeds your income, your upkeep becomes your downfall. So if your output exceeds your income, your upkeep becomes your downfall. So in this nation, there's a lot of indifference. In this nation, there's a lot of lack of wisdom and understanding. And in this nation, there's a lot of blindness to the truth. Amen? So God wants us to pray the prayer of faith over the United States of America. Because the course of this nation needs to change in, on November 8th. Amen? So if you can, stand to your feet. And we're just going to take a moment... And we're going to pray the prayer of faith because the prayer of faith brings healing. Jesus said, the, uh, the Bible says that all you who are called by my name, who come and uh, seek my face and turn from our wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal the land. Amen. This land needs some healing. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. This land needs God. This land needs people getting born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, touched by the power of God. Amen? So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come.
And we give you thanks and praise that as citizens of the United States of America, we're bringing America before you in the name of Jesus. We are standing in the gap tonight, and we are interceding on her behalf. We, we come against the communist spirit. We come against the socialist spirit and the work that the enemy would love to do in this nation. And we command the enemy to stop and desist in his maneuvers against this nation in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise that you birthed the United States of America. You gave us a constitution. Godly men gave up their lives. They risked their lives and they put the greatest document of governing on paper, Lord, that I believe was influenced and inspired by you in the name of Jesus. Lord, you wanted to make a nation of people. People came here for religious freedom, to worship you free from persecution. And in Jesus' name, free from oppression, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I give you thanks and praise that it is true that we... We are one nation under God. I declare, Father, that we will get back to our values in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we stand before you and we repent. We repent for the aborted babies. We repent, Father, for the open borders. We repent, Father, for allowing prayer to be taken out of schools. Father, we repent for the things that have gone wrong, that we allowed to go wrong. Maybe we were silent. Maybe we just didn't take our place, Father. But, Lord, we give you thanks and praise that you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You are able to restore us. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. You have a plan and a purpose for this nation. Lord, you have plans to prosper this nation and not to harm this nation, to give this nation an expected end. And we pray, Father, that your light would flood our government and you would expose the darkness. Lord, you would expose the deception. Lord, you would bring justice to this nation in the name of Jesus. Lord, on your throne rests two things. It rests righteousness and it rests justice. And Lord, you are the God of justice. And we thank you, Lord, that vengeance is yours. Lord, but we can stand and we can be still tonight and see the salvation of God. Lord, you are a nation deliverer. You delivered the nation of Israel out of slavery and out of oppression that they were under for 430 years. And Lord, I thank you that you can deliver this nation from the oppression that's trying to come. You can break the chains of oppression in the name of Jesus. Just like when your church gathered together, when Peter was put in prison and the church prayed fervently, they called upon you. They called upon the God and you sent an angel and you delivered him. The doors opened up automatically. The chains fell off of him without any keys in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you that you're breaking the chains that the enemy's trying to put on the United States of America. You're breaking, you're opening up the gate that is bringing restriction in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you that you will prepare us for a great move of God in this country in the name of Jesus. Let the move of God start right here in Palmyra, Pennsylvania, in the name of Jesus. Lord, that people come and they turn their hearts from the, from the, the Father to the children in the name of Jesus and the children to the Father. Father, people need to come and turn their hearts over to God. They need to repent of their wickedness in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you, 
your apostles preached your word in Ephesus. And they were there for two years preaching the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And Lord, you said that the word prevailed. And when your word prevailed, people took their books of the occult, their books of magic, their books of darkness, and they came and burned them in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you that the plans of the enemy will not work out. Lord, we are not unwise of the schemes of the devil, but we have the means and the tools to stand against him. We are the armor. We, we wear the armor of God, the armor of light. We are armed and dangerous to the kingdom of darkness in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, we pray that you will awaken your people. You will alert your people on the right person to vote for in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your son Jesus. And Lord, that you would give us insight, understanding, and wisdom on who to vote for and what to vote for. So that, And Lord, that our elections will be uh, good and secure in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that the enemy will not be able to steal, kill, or destroy in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we come against the violence that is has running rampant in our cities. Lord, you are the God of justice, and we give you thanks and praise. Lord, that you raise up a standard against the enemy. You raise up a banner, Father. Our banner over us is love. And just as Moses fought against Amalek, and he lifted his hands toward heaven, and as long as his hands were lifted up, as long as we're praising you, as long as we're looking to you, as long as we're calling out to you, as long as we're praying to you, Father, you are working, you are moving in our midst in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks and praise. Let a flood of righteousness sweep over this land from shore to shore, east to west, north to south, everywhere in between, in the name of Jesus. Let a wave of righteousness, a wave of holiness, a wave of repentance come in the name of Jesus. Father, breathe on the United States of America. Breathe on the body of believers, Lord, that are in in every city in the name of Jesus, in every state in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your bride be awakened, be alert. Hallelujah, because the enemy, our adversary, walks about seeking as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour we are not going to let him devour the United States of America in the name of Jesus we are not going to let him overtake what you have established here in the name of Jesus we stand up against you Satan we resist you steadfast in the faith we tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and we know that nothing shall by any means hurt us in the name of Jesus Oh, we give you thanks and praise. Hallelujah. If you can pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit right now. We're praying out mysteries. Oh, Heavenly Father, just as Nehemiah, he wept, he wept over the broken down wall that was burned in rubble over the city of Jerusalem. 
It was burned. It was broken down. But Lord, you put it in his heart that he could start to rebuild it. And he gathered a team. Lord, he had people build a section here and a section there. They had a tool of building in one hand. They had a weapon of war in the other hand. And they built, Lord, and the enemy came against them. But they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And the enemy came against them again. And he said, this work is too great. We're not going to stop doing the work. Lord, we're not going to stop building up the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. We're going to have a weapon, a tool in one hand and a weapon in the other hand and Lord we're going to build and we're going to stand ready to fight in the name of Jesus we fight the good fight of faith we lay hold to eternal life we profess a good profession before many witnesses hallelujah we are overcomers we are more than conquerors we are victorious thank you Lord that you always cause us to triumph in the name of Jesus light always wins over darkness life always wins over over death in the name of Jesus. Truth always wins over lies in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, bless your holy name. Bless this nation, Lord. Get us back to our right purpose. We give you thanks and praise that the enemy will not triumph over us. He is defeated. He is under our feet. We exercise our authority as believers in Christ Jesus. As children of God, we have the name that's above every other name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Father, I thank you that congressmen are going to bow. Senators are going to bow. Mayors are going to bow. Governors are going to bow. Hallelujah. City councils are going to bow. State governments are going to bow. City governments are going to bow in the name of Jesus. Lord, there's going to be a surrender. There's going to be a surrender of greed and covetousness and our own will. And there's going to be an acceptance of God's will in the name of Jesus. Lord, you sent Jonah to the city of Nineveh and they were destined for destruction and he he went and preached that in 40 days this city was going to be destroyed. God was giving them mercy before the judgment. And when the king heard those words, he stripped off of his royal clothing. He took off his robe and his crown. And he humbled himself before God. He made all of his kingdom fast. He made all of the animals fast. And they turned away the wrath of God in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that through repentance we can turn the wrath of God away. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Your word is true. Thank you, Father, for the mercy of God. Your mercy is new in this country. It's new now. It's new tomorrow in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that mercy and grace, grace and peace are multiplied to the United States of America in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks and praise. We thank you, Father, that you will reveal to the prophets what the enemy plans to do here and what the enemy plans to do there. And just like when the Syrians were going to invade Israel, you showed your prophet Elisha what the king was planning in his bedroom, in his thoughts. You revealed the thoughts of the king to do wickedness against your people. And Lord, he prevented it from happening. 
when he sent, when he told the king what was going to happen, the king checked it out, and sure enough, it was just as the prophet said. And I thank you, Lord, that you are revealing things to your prophets. Lord, we believe your word, and we shall be established, and we believe your prophets, and we shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Our government needs the spirit of wisdom. In the name of Jesus, we intercede for the nation. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. What does that mean? That means you have to have aggressive faith. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Amen. And uh, this is just something that the Lord put on my heart today. Hallelujah. Thank God. Lord, thank you that you're blessing the United States of America. Glory to God. You're rooting out evil. Father, you hold the hearts of kings in your hands. And we pray, Father, for any ungodly ruler, any ungodly leader, Lord, and we just thank you, Lord, that their hearts will turn and they'll repent and accept Jesus. Because, Lord, we don't want anybody to go to hell. Because it is your will, Father, that all men come to the knowledge of the truth. And, Lord, I pray that they can repent and receive you as their Lord and Savior in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those, for kings and for those in authority. Even if we don't agree with them, Lord, we pray for them. We pray for them, Father. And we give you thanks and praise that you're working mightily in our town, in our state, and the rest of the country. And, Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Things are turning around. Hallelujah. You may have to have a leader go eat grass for a period of time, but things will turn around in the name of Jesus. But, Father, we are going to stand. We're not going to bow to any idols. We're not going to compromise what we believe. And, Lord, we give you all the thanks and praise for giving us strength, for doing your will, and we bless you and praise you. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Say this. Say the prayer of faith. It heals me. It lifts me up. It raises me up. It forgives me of my faults. It makes me whole. It does great and mighty things. Because I have the spirit of faith. I believe and I speak. In accordance with God's word, I live by the word of God. I'm only moved by the word of God and the voice of his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I stand strong in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, I think we accomplished what God wanted to do tonight. It's a little different, but that's okay. You got to, you know, the Holy Spirit flows. I was reading before, uh, just, I'm just going to say this. You know, he flows like a river in Revelation 22. Ezekiel prophesied about a river flowing from the throne of God. And when we're in unity and harmony, Psalm 133, it flows down Aaron's garments. You know, it, it flows down, it flows out to the body. Amen. There's some flowing going on. Hallelujah. Get in the flow and you'll, you'll be sure to grow. Get in the flow and you'll be sure to know. You get in the flow and the devil will go. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So the prayer of faith. You guys are equipped. You're mighty warriors. Amen. Have a good rest of the night and good week. God bless you.